This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 173. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Many thanks for the feedback and interest from my last episode about the real estate marketing funnel I've built and the launch of the Best Agents Founders Membership. In this week's episode, I'm going to take you through the three critical stages of a dedicated real estate marketing funnel. Then you're going to meet one of the nicest guys in real estate, Remax Canada's Broker of the Year for 2019. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. The final concept is simple. I can even show you in a podcast episode like this. So imagine a funnel. Bear with me here. In my mind, it's a red funnel, but it's big, say a metre or three feet in diameter at the top and two metres or six feet deep. At the bottom, it takes a right-hand turn for another three feet, and at the end, money comes out in the form of listings and sales. The real estate funnel is made up of three parts. First, and obviously, is leads coming into the top of your funnel. Next is nurture, where your CRM takes over, directing you to employ a range of innovative connectors like email, text, phone, hard mail, and social media. This stage is critical because it's warming up and building the relationship with your new contact. It's also critical because it will determine your new contact's perception of you, where essentially they're asking themselves, is this the agent I'll be choosing to sell my property? The third and final stage is often triggered by one of your CRM's connectors in stage two. It's the all-important listing stage. This is where your hard work and investing in stages one and two of your funnel pays off. The listing process is where you onboard your new client with a regular and digital pre-listing kit and industry best listing presentation. I've made a video that shows you exactly how the real estate funnel works. You can check it out at bestagentsinc.com forward slash founders. Well, earlier this year, I had the pleasure of connecting with Remax Broker of the Year, Asif Khan. A recipient of Remax's prestigious Diamond and Chairman Awards plus Hall of Fame and Lifetime Achievement Awards, Asif runs a highly successful team based in Markham, just east of Toronto in Ontario, Canada. He also co-hosts a weekly radio show called On The Market, which you can find at 105.9 FM. In case you don't know, Eastern Canada has a very strong Remax presence and has done from the early days when the Remax brand was just getting started. That makes winning Broker of the Year all that much harder, and I was keen to learn some of the challenges Asif faces and how he sets his agency apart. We get into the key aspect, including his charity and community work. I think you're going to love this episode. There are lots of valuable takeaways, and I'd like to thank Asif up front for sharing so much awesome content. Okay, let's do it. Well, Asif, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Great, Ray. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. Broker of the Year, congratulations. Broker of the Year for Canada. 
Was that for 2019? Sorry, what was that? Is that 2019? Or? That's for 2019, yes. Thank okay. you. Okay. And and what sort of criteria is it? Number of sales or volume or or how does that actually work? So what they have is they have their internal criteria on, uh, you know, how you're handling your business, how you interact with other franchisees, uh, what you do for your agents as well as the brand itself. And okay. that goes into the selection. So you know, there's some uh, great broker owners out there and it's just an honor to uh, receive that recognition. There are. Well, you're part of the, I guess I call it the Remax family, not just here in uh, in Ontario, which has, a, which has a, a huge history with the brand, but also um, uh, nationally uh, throughout the States and, and internationally as well. I know there's a lot of big offices uh, in, in Australia and, and, and right around the world. So, um, and for people that don't know, you're, you're based in Markham, which is just east of Toronto. Is that about right? Yeah, just northeast of Toronto, about uh, 15, 20 minutes northeast of Toronto. And uh, it's, been, it's been a great market in Markham. I, I grew up in Markham. Uh, so I, you know, I know it well, and it's uh, great to be able to work in a city that you grew up in. Yeah, for the um, for my Australian NZ um, listeners, which is quite a big part of the contingent, I guess, because I'm Australian, but that's where I have a good following, which is great. And hi to all you guys. Um, just explain how the North American brokerage model works here, because you can have quite a number of of what we call representatives working under your brokerage. Can you just take us through that quickly for those that aren't familiar? Because it's a completely different model to what we have in, uh, in Australia and NZ. You know, I'd love to learn more about the Australian market too, but over here, uh, you know, you, you get your license and then you have to affiliate yourself with a brokerage. Yep. So there are some brokerages that have multiple offices, uh, some very good operations that have upwards of 16 to 1800 agents as well. Uh, in, Outside of the brand, there's uh, you know some other brokerages that have even more agents. We're more of a, a boutique uh, brokerage. We're building on culture. We have 25 agents, yeah. and uh, we want to keep it as tight as possible. So we have a, a pretty strict criteria on what makes you a Remax Brand Properties agent, and we have an incredible group. I'm so proud of them. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, and um, I guess you do some regular training with, with your team and, and keep them on top of their game because uh, I don't need to tell you how competitive it is, uh, like right throughout the greater Toronto area. It, we do. We do a lot of training. We have uh, a lot of new tools that we implement and we like to experiment with things that uh, you know, are cutting edge for the industry. We want to be able to lead the way for our industry our industry changes every day. There's so many new ideas and new tools and, and technology that's coming in and almost revamping the industry. And we want to be at the forefront of that. We want to be able to, you know, deliver on our mandate, which is to lead the way for our industry. Yep. Yep. That's true. And I, I guess there's so much new happening in tech and I'm, I'm involved in a couple of tech startups, which is, which, which keeps me busy and, and there's so much happening. But um, at the same time, I always figure I'm kind of grounded in the idea that at the end of the day, we're still attracting sellers. We've got to, we've got to attract sellers. We've got to be, we've got to somehow stand out as a, an, an offer a point of difference in our market, attract our sellers, nurture our existing sellers, I guess. And go from there. So, with that in mind, how do you guys attract new business into into your into your brokerage? How do, how do you think do it? 
I'm a, I'm a big believer in working with the people that have worked with you. And we do a lot of nurturing. We do a lot of client events and also being a big part of the community. Yep. When you give back to your community, they appreciate that. Yes. Uh, we sponsor hockey teams. We sponsor uh, different events in the area. And we want to be a part of uh, everything that's happening in our community. And we want to show them that we are entrenched in, in the place that we do business. And we are interested in making the community safer or stronger and uh, you know, taking care of children. We do a lot of work with uh, the Hospital for Sick Children as well. And uh, you know, our, our office is ranked in the top 12 across all of the donors for Sick Kids Foundation, which is okay. great having okay. a small office. Yeah. But you know, giving back starts the receiving process. And, and we're big believers in giving back to the community. Sure, we have online lead generation systems as such, but you know, our focus is the people that we know and, and people that love us and we love them. And we want to be able to give back to them. We want to be able to, you know, capitalize on the strength of those relationships. Yeah, cool. What would you say is your biggest challenge at the moment? What's the, what's the thing that keeps you awake at night? Our biggest challenge in Markham right now is inventory. It's supply and demand. Okay. And with real estate, that's the only real thing that affects our market is the supply and demand issues. And we have very limited inventory. And yep. you know our buyers are out there trying to compete for these homes. And it's really difficult because every night you're going in and facing 7, 8, 9, 10, 20 offers on the same property that you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. You talked about the Australian model before. So I notice what happens here is if, I mean, what's your average sale price there in Markham? It's about $800,000. Okay. Okay. So what I'm finding, and I'm not saying you guys do this, but this is what I'm finding here in, because we've just bought a house in uh, in Mississauga. So I've been through the process um, and I've been here for, for 12 years. So I kind of know how it works, but um, it seems to me that the agent goes to the listing and says, yeah, it's worth about 800, maybe a little bit more, but let's price it at 750. We'll engineer a bidding war and go from there, which seems to be the accepted thing. Sometimes the buyer gets more than one chance. Sometimes it's kind of sudden death, like best offers at our office by four o'clock and we'll have a a presentation or whatever. Um, Is that is that a model that you think in, in this market is, is working and, and doing the best for the sellers? See, I think you have to price it at market value. And, yep. and there's two reasons for it. One, you want to be able to uh, you know, show your sellers that you have done the homework and, and you know what the pricing is. There's a lot of sellers that will say, well, my neighbor sold for $200,000 more than what you're telling me. But that would have been in multiple offers. That doesn't change the market value of the property. The market value of the property is still going to be the same. Yeah. Where, you, where people take that through multiple offers or bidding wars is totally irrelevant from the actual market price. And you have to, I think you have to start at market price because you could be leaving money on the table. So yeah. you price it 100000 lower. I mean, we've seen some crazy pricing. It's because a lot of agents don't want to take the time and do the research and put a price on properties because of the offer process and, and because there's such a huge discrepancy between what places are priced at and what they're selling for. Yes. So in order to take that out of their, uh, you know, their delivery of their uh, listing presentation, they just say, well, we'll part price it less and get a lot of attention to it. Yep. 
there's, you know, you want to have as much attention as possible to your property, but you also don't want your seller to leave any money on the table. So you want to price it at market value. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love you to, I'd love to take you to Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane and, uh, and take you to a few property auctions because uh, in a strong market, it's, it's just crazy. And look, I guess the thing I love, I'm a fourth generation real estate agent and, and, you know, I love, I love property and I love real estate, but the thing I love probably most about it is that it has no recommended retail price. You know, that home that's worth six, why can't it sell for seven fifty or eight? I mean, that's what seems to be happening at the moment. So I guess it's just it's just the process. So you guys need more listings. That's your that's your number one challenge right now. That's right. Yeah, we uh, we could use a lot more listings in Markham. We have a huge so Markham never had condominiums and right. over the last ten or twelve years we've seen a huge increase in the number of condominium buildings that are coming up yes. in the Markham area. So that's what's brought our average price down a bit. Our, yes. our uh, detached homes, the average price is over a million dollars. Yeah, Our townhouses are selling for $900,000. So it's the condos that are, because there's been a shift in the marketplace, the percentage of condos that are selling are uh, you know, much more than what we've seen historically. And that's what's bringing the perception of price uh, average price down. It's because of the uh, the huge influx in condos. Yeah, and you're getting great competition on condos. They're going pretty quickly as well. What would be your average days on market? Do you think our average days on market? We right now we have to hold houses on the market longer. Otherwise, they'll sell within a couple of hours of hitting the market. So yep. we're, yep. we're pretty much saying, you know, everyone is welcome to submit their offers uh, four, five, seven days later. I've seen as much as fourteen days later, which I think is too long. But it's uh, a different show. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. and uh, condos are taking 15, 20 days to sell. And uh, it's that's pretty normal for condos here. As if, where are the opportunities for, for brokerages going forward? You you would speak, you'd rub shoulders with a lot of the best brokers in, in, in North America or and, and the world. What's the What's the attitude? How are brokerages, how are we going to see them change in the next five, 10 years, do you think? I think it's enhancing the professionalism of agents. Yeah. Uh, I think training is going to be a huge part of it. I think, you know, making sure that you're hiring the right people and not just numbers uh, is the right thing to do. There's, there's such a disconnect between the general public and the realtor. Uh, the reputation has changed a little bit over the last uh, few years and it's getting better, but we had a really bad reputation back in the day. And that's yeah. something that, uh, at my brokerage, we're really cognizant about where we're trying to make positive changes and show people that you know, we're on their side. And, you know, realistically, it's not us buying or selling. It's the yeah. buyers and sellers and we're brokering that deal. So we yes. have to treat them with professionalism, honesty, due care. I think the new rules under Tressa, uh, the revamped REBA, is going to play a huge role as well. And And I think we need to bring accountability back and show people that, you know, we may have too many real estate agents that don't sell anything. You know, we we need to bring them all on board to either show them how to achieve more in their career, or maybe this is not the right career for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a pretty relevant point. I mean, give or take a couple of little blips, I'm thinking 2008, but we're kind of still at the top of a 25 year boom. I mean, there's a lot of people, in our industry now who've never experienced a tough market or a serious recession or, or a setback. And you know, history shows us that sooner or later it, it pops up. And maybe that thins the crowd a bit, I guess. Um, there was a time where 
there were a lot of part-timers, you know, selling, you know, two properties a year or something like that. I struggle to understand how you can have a professional environment with somebody who's Ubering for 80% of the time and, uh, and selling real estate for the rest. So let's hope that we see some changes in, in the industry around that because um, I think our sellers deserve somebody more than a, than a part-time agent. What are your views on that? I agree. I mean, if you look at how, how much of an investment people have in their properties and what it means to them in terms of you know, future retirement or even lifestyle, a, a realtor that doesn't really know what they're doing could cause financial hardship for the buyer or seller. Does cause, so, yeah, hundred percent. It's it's uh, if you look at the Toronto Real Estate Board numbers from last year, there was over a third of the agents that didn't sell anything. Yeah. So imagine going to uh, you know, you need surgery and you go to a surgeon and he hasn't had surgery in over a year or two years or three years, uh, but he's willing to do yours for cheap. Yep. How would you feel about that? You, you yep. want someone that's experienced. You want someone that's going to be able to protect you. And that's the main thing when you're buying and selling real estate. It's you, you, there's so much liability. Yep. You want to be able to sh- make sure that your realtor is on your side and is able to protect you and, and guide you through. Yeah, yeah, 100, uh, 100%. I agree with that. Um, as if, how do you recruit new reps into your brokerage? Can you give us a profile of the, of the person you're looking for? What we're looking for is someone that's going to fit our core values. So someone that's going to be able to give back, someone that's professional, someone that uh, is, you know, working in collaboration with the people that we have here and not necessarily competition. And we're all competing for the same, you know, uh, a piece of the same pie. But at the same time, if you come into our office at any time of any day, you're going to see agents, which are competitors on the street, working together and collaborating and you know, planning out their next step on how they're going to get new clients or what they're going to tell their clients. It's just a great place to be. And this is what we envisioned when we were starting this brokerage was this is the group that we wanted to assemble. Yeah. Our, Our core values are based off of a company called Zappos. We did a tour with Zappos in the US and just loved the fact that there's a lot of autonomy there under the Zappos umbrella. So yep. there are some guidelines, but you want to make sure that you're getting the right people on the bus. We're not necessarily looking for egos. We're not necessarily looking for people that are, you know, top salespeople. The sales will come if the attitude is there and the desire is there to succeed. And that's who we want. And that's who we're attracting. So we haven't really gone out and recruited. It's more of an attraction. And the people that want to be here, do pick up the phone and call and say, hey, that's where I want to be. Yep. And we have people from across the GTA. So it's not necessarily Markham agents that we're attracting. We're attracting people from all over the greater Toronto area because of the culture that we've built. Yeah. Well, the, the, the culture is, is obviously important and, and your broker of the year award bears that out because that's got to be a part of it. But the, the REMAX remuneration model is, is, is pretty competitive as well, which, which, which makes it attractive for a lot of higher performing agents. I came from the franchise industry, so brand is huge for me. And yep. when I was looking around at what type of brokerage I would open, I didn't even look uh, past REMAX because you want a brand that that can back you up. You want a yep. brand that is recognized across the world as the top real estate brand that's out there. And when you're looking to open a business, you want the strongest support 
group that you can have. And they provide that not only in terms of the support that they offer brokers, owners, but also the support and training that they offer their agents. Uh, Remax Integra, which owns this region, is very cognizant of that fact. And they do so much for their agents to make them better every day. Yep. Yep. That's a big part of it, isn't it? What, what advice, as if what advice would you give to a new agent, somebody coming into the industry, they, they take your side and they say, Hey, I want to buy a cup of coffee. Tell me what to do. Tell me how to be a success in real estate. What would, what would be your advice? It's a contact sport. There's a lot of new agents that are getting into the business right now that don't want to pick up a phone. They don't want to be proactive. They're more reactive. They wait for the phone to ring and the phone doesn't ring, but you have to be out there. You have to be meeting people and you have to be providing knowledge. The only thing that we can offer people is knowledge in the industry. With the internet and with all the information that's available out there, people will go out, they'll get that information. I think of us as a bridge between that information and a decision. And if we can be that bridge to take them from the knowledge that's available on the internet to what they need to decipher from that to make a final decision, that's who we are and that's our role. Yeah. And it's, it's knowledge. We have to be entrenched in our business. We have to know the numbers. We have to know exactly what's happening in the industry uh, each day. How much supply do we have? How much inventory do we have? Um, you know, what are the sales like? What, what are the houses selling for in terms of percentages? And once we are able to relay that information to people, because they already have the raw numbers, once we relay that information, now you're considered the expert in the industry and people will trust you to make that decision for them. It's probably about the power of relationships, isn't it? And and the number of relationships that you can maintain on a on an ongoing basis and I guess what you stand for in your community and in, in your market. Yeah, and don't try to be somebody that you're not. I mean, work with the people that, uh, you know, trust you for certain reasons. And, mm. you know, that group is your main group of followers and and they're going to be able to refer you or recommend you or even use you and you you want to be able to give them the proper information so you know make sure that you're connecting with them at the level that they want to connect at and that's going to be uh, you know the your first step to success yeah yeah 100 percent. let's move towards wrapping up one final question uh i know real estate's pretty uh uh, it, it can occupy a lot of our time. What do you do when you're not running your brokerage or listing and selling real estate? <laughs> I coach hockey. So yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I had three kids in hockey, so I coached all their teams. And this year, I'm uh, I'm coaching on uh, my daughter's team. Uh, my older daughter is not playing anymore; she's away at university. And uh, I also manage my son's hockey team. So it keeps me busy. It's it's almost like another full time job. So it's uh, it's a lot of work, but I love it. Get to spend time with uh, the kids. Get to spend yeah. time at the rink. Yeah, there's an amazing hockey community here in the GTA. So I've had some exposure to that with my son Charlie. So it's um, it's uh, it's a wonderful endeavour. Well, congratulations on 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 your award, Broker of the Year. That's a that's a huge accolade. That's a big deal. Well done, and and thank you so much for your time today. Ray, thank you, and uh, thanks for having me on. You're welcome, Asif. Thanks, mate.
It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray. 